0: Hello and welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard stories of the ufology universe, as well as the paranormal. And today I told you I would talk to you about Robert Monroe and the Monroe Institute. Now you might say, well, what does Robert Monroe have to do with ufology or paranormal activities at all? Well, we'll get to that in a moment. Robert Monroe uh, was born in Indiana, weighing 12 pounds, a massive, bouncing baby boy. Uh, He grew up in Lexington, Kentucky, and Columbus, Ohio. Uh, His mother was a non-practicing medical doctor, cellist, and piano player, while his father was a college professor of Romance Languages, uh, who led summer tours in Europe. Now, Robert Monroe was going to school uh, at Ohio State University, and he dropped out in his sophomore year. After which, he became what is described as uh, kind of a free spirit. He rode some freight trains, kind of bummed around for a little while, and then returned back to Ohio State uh, after having studied pre-med, English, engineering, and journalism. But he really had a fascination with flying and music, and had a great mechanical aptitude. And this led him into uh, some of his later uh, scientific experiments. Now, Robert Monroe and the Monroe Institute really focuses on out-of-body experiences and getting in touch with spiritual uh, paranormal uh, entities within ourselves. So his first out-of-body experience, according to his own account, While experimenting with sleep learning, which is another topic, in 1958, he experienced an unusual phenomenon in which he described sensations of paralysis and vibration accompanied by a bright light that appeared to be shining on him from a shallow angle. He went on to say that this occurred nine times over the next six weeks, culminating in his first out-of-body experience. And Monroe recorded the account, in his 1971 book, Journeys Out of the Body, he went on to become a prominent researcher in the field of human consciousness, and he later authored many books based on this topic. He went on to find, found the Monroe Institute. And in 1962, he moved to Virginia and a few years later changed the name to Monroe Industries. It became active in radio station ownership, cable television, and later the production and sale of audio cassettes. Uh, These cassettes were uh, practical expressions of the discoveries he made earlier, and as well as ongoing in his corporate research program. So, the Monroe Institute, like I said, it has its own uh, trademark, TMI, the Monroe Institute, It's a non for profit organization, and it's self-proclaimed to be devoted to the exploration of human consciousness, and it's based out of Virginia. Upwards of 20,000 people have attended the Gateway Program, which is hosted at Robert Monroe's home, as well as another small building just down the hill from his home. So he has people come into his home, stay for up to two weeks, Go through a series of classes to become better and more knowledgeable in having your own out-of-body experiences and how to handle yourself within those experiences. He has students from all over the world. He, uh, I most recently read that he had many students from Europe as well as South America come together, and when the students come together at his facility, they no longer feel alone uh, or to be made fun of for believing in uh, having out-of-body experiences. They go on to discuss these experiences with other people who are there freely and openly and without judgment and to be able to learn more about the situation, learn more about how to better control it and how to be a better out-of-body experiencer. <clears throat> uh, the out of body experience is now referred to an OBE, out of body experience, uh, for short. <clears throat> uh, and in his research, he's learned many different thing many different things as well as many different ways to initiate an out of body experience uh, more easily. His studies led him. Uh, in 1975, to register several patents concerning audio techniques designed to stimulate brain functions uh, to interlock or or connect the left and right hemispheres of the brain in order to make them synchronized. And he coined the term hemisync sync uh, as a way to describe this phenomenon. Typically, the right brain and left brain think in different thought processes, and they don't work together equally. And so his goal was to get them to work uh, synchronously and to work together. And he found through his studies that if he could do that, that he could initiate the body experience much more easily. And to do that, his concept was based on earlier an earlier hypothesis about sound waves and more specifically what is called binaural beats. Uh, so he expanded upon this and binaural beats isn't a household name yet. Uh, so binaural beats are a series of patterns of sounds. They have two different pure tone waves with frequencies lower than 1500 hertz. So what happens is you have to wear headphones for this to work correctly because through one headphone in one ear you'll get a certain tone uh, at a certain Hertz and then through the other ear you're gonna get a different tone through different Hertz to sync the the, uh, left and right hemispheres of the brain. Okay, that's a little bit of a background on binaural beats. So when Monroe started to use these techniques uh, he found that they induced relaxation, sleep induction, learning, and memory aids to those who, who used them frequently. <clears throat> what he also found is individuals were reaching altered states of consciousness through the use of sound. Through the, through the relaxation and focus and blocking out of external stimuli by using the headphones it allowed the individual using them to get into a lower state of consciousness um, or a lower stimulated level of consciousness. So in 2002, a University of Virginia presentation for the Society of Psychophysiological Research examined Manuro's claim. The presentation demonstrated EEG changes uh, that did not occur when standard electromagnetic headphones of the setup were replaced with air conduction headphones uh, which were con- connected to a remote transducer by rubber tubes. This suggests that the basis for the trainment purposes is electromagnetic rather than acoustical. That's a little bit more information that's really needed but it's, it's an interesting point. <clears throat> At another purpose, and this is really interesting, in a replicated double blind randomized trial on uh, anesthetized patients, they found that hemisync is effective for partial replacement of fentanyl during surgery. A similar study found it ineffective uh, against propofol, but they did find it partially uh, effective against using fentanyl. That's interesting. The more interesting part of of the Monroe Institute and about Robert Monroe is that he is a pioneer in this field. He's kind of blazed the trail for people to uh, have open discussion about out of body experiences. He hosts classes on how to do it at his house. He ho- he has regional based classes where he has trainers. Uh, individuals who are trained in how to initiate out-of-body experiences uh, in regions that are not in Virginia so that he can spread his message more more clearly. Um, But what I did want to mention was the binaural beats are really effective. I've used them myself, um, and I don't want you to just take my word for it. I would say give it a shot yourself because... It's easy to do if you have a pair of good headphones and I don't and I mean the kind of headphones that go on your ear or over your ear you'll find that this is very very effective in getting getting into sleep as well as getting deep sleep now if you can't sleep with headphones on what you'll find is that You'll start to begin to fall to sleep, and then in the middle of the night, if if you have to roll over, you'll end up pushing them off, and they won't be on your head anymore anyway. Um, typically, or you can just take them off after you've gotten gotten into a a deep enough sleep state. Now, when you start to use the binaural beats, <clears throat> or at least start to search for them, you're gonna find a whole range of different sounds and different tones. And some are better than others for a variety of reasons for each individual. I When I try to find my uh, most effective binaural beat, uh, I find uh, that the heavier sounding wave um, format seems to put me at, at better ease and uh, get me into a, a better REM cycle. Uh, some other people find that that's not effective and it gives them, you know, Uh, anxiety maybe so you have to find what's right for you there are lower levels of the kind of like thumping sound and they're so low that you won't even recognize them Uh, other individuals put um, like a a crashing wave sound in behind the uh the rhythmic beat of the binaural beats, so you you'll barely be able to perceive the binaural beats in those uh, types of sounds um, so just type in binaural beats into youtube you're going to get hundreds of different um, it- options and you can test and see what you like if you have spotify you can you can type in sleep related uh, binaural beats you can find brown noise you can find white noise you can find pink noise all these different types of sounds that are induced relaxation um, <clears throat> and may induce an out-of-body experience now going into the out-of-body experience uh, a little bit more in depth um what one individ, uh, individual was discussing uh in his book um robert monroe discussed that when he had an out of body experience he met different individuals on different planes of existence now this is getting a little bit farther into the paranormal but what he stated was that he uh encountered An individual uh, who gave him knowledge. Uh, He handed him a ball of instant knowledge recounting the creation of the physical universe by non physical beings, kind of like in the book of Genesis. These beings handed him the information. Uh, These beings that handed him the information did not create the physical world, but they helped to maintain it. Their goal is to optimize the production of a mysterious energy called, quote-unquote, louche, L-O-O-S-H, which emanates from living beings whenever whenever they experience physical or negative emotions or when they pass away. That energy is transferred to the non-physical abstract energy systems that we can only dream of ever understanding, right? So this was troubling to Robert Monroe when he found out about it. And the idea is similar uh, to other crazy sounding things we've heard about from different conspiracy theorists. Um, But the theory is that we're being at some point manipulated by some non-physical entities in another dimension that seem to feed on human conflict because our emotions are somehow a source of energy for them that's getting a little bit far out that concerned Robert Monroe and he kind of pulled back and later he went on to go deeper and find out a little bit more about why these systems were in place. And he assured us that it only sounds bad because we're applying a human worldview to it. Um, and there's more information about that portion of Robert Monroe's story in his books. Um, so i definitely recommend uh reading a few of those books uh journeys out of the body far journeys and ultimate journey um so take a look at those and you know you'll get a better understanding of where he's coming from i mean robert Monroe, he he's so advanced um in the out of body experience and he's had so many and and encountered so many individuals uh in other realms according to himself that um, he has so many stories he just had to write a number of books so i would definitely recommend uh picking up a book or you know pull it up on you know uh, a nook or on amazon books Um, amazon books are pretty cheap nowadays and you can engage uh, a little bit deeper into um some of these explorations that he's had Um, but he continues to have classes and uh, residential um, stayovers for two weeks um, at his uh, at his home base he's since passed now but he has teachers that have been certified and and teach there and and have been highly regarded um, as being excellent teachers so take a look at that I'll try to post some other information about Robert Monroe on the Lockdown Universe uh, site, um, and I'll try to post some other uh, links in uh, the anchor feed as well. If you have any questions, feel free to post them. I'd like to hear from you guys. Uh, see if there's anything you know that should you have to add. I know there's so much to Robert Monroe that I can't possibly you know capture at all. But uh, he is a fantastic and interesting fellow and definitely a trailblazer in the realm of -of out-of-body experiences and the paranormal. So until next time, take care of yourselves, stay well, stay healthy, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care.